hey friends! Today I chat with Becky Fryer, an amazing photographer and my friend who specializes in female boudoir photos in the Bay Area. I have had the pleasure of having her document many aspects of my life from my engagement photos and wedding photos and to my personal boudoir photos last year. Becky and I chat about the power of photos and what it can do for your self-esteem and your confidence. So enjoy! How are you? Good. I always feel like when I see your face, it kind of feels like old friend energy that makes me feel warm and safe and comfortable when I talk to you because I feel like I've known you for so long now. That's how I feel about you and your whole family. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was just trying to think back to when I met you for the first time. And I think it was 2013 when you did my sister's newborn photos. Probably. I think that's when I first met you, which led into you. Was that when we first met? Because I think everything started with Janelle. Oh, maybe. Maybe it was um, Janelle's newborn photos. And your sister. And then my sister's. Janelle pregnancy. Oh, that's right. That's right. Janelle's pregnancy photos. And then um, my sister's photos with her first Hayden. And that was all like 2012, 2013. Holidays, right? I feel like I remember Christmas. The Christmas outfit. Yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah. Well, Hayden, I mean, Hayden was born in October. Oh, that would make sense then. Yeah. So around that time. Prepping for Christmas holiday stuff. Yeah. And then from there, um, you did my engagement photos. And then my wedding photos. And then I feel like for a couple years after, you were just doing all of our friends friends and family's (laughs) wedding photos and engagement photos, and you were just constantly around. My business literally started with the armors. (laughs) Oh, yay. I love that. And you're a whole circle of people. I don't think I, I don't know if I wouldn't, would be where I am if I didn't meet, I guess, Ryan, which is how I met Janelle. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it just has spread like a wildfire. Oh, I feel like I have a little part in that. And I love that. I I would have never even, I would have never even thought about it. And it's just, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's it's like a family tree. It's just growing and growing. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Cause a bunch of Stacy's friends too, I feel like have used you. It's, it just makes me so happy because I'm like in business or in anything I do when I am needing a service. I'm looking to people, not only that I know can do a good job, but people that make me feel comfortable that I can trust. And I feel like you've always been one of those people. And that's why as we've shared your name through all of these people we know, it comes from a place of you can trust her. You're going to have a great experience. She's going to take care of you. And I just think that's important, you know, when you're trying to find anybody who, um, you know, provides a service, but especially photography. That's why word of mouth is the best way to find services whether it's hair or photography anything I think it's people's personal experiences yeah absolutely and so while you know you kind of said that kind of started back in this time period where we were we were using you for you know some of our early family photos and and things like that but how did you actually decide for you to get into photography 
So I started when I had my third child and I think I waited till she was like two or three months old and I decided I wanted newborn photos and I, it's first of all, newborn photos, you don't do them at three months old. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not a thing. And then I also realized the investment and I was not prepared for that at all. And so I was like, well, I'm going to do this. My husband had bought me a nice camera and I'm like, I'm just going to do it myself. And I to this day, I don't think they're horrible, but I think any photographer that looks back on the their beginning work, they're like, oh, but it's definitely what catapulted it. Cause I think mm-hmm. I shared those online and then people saw, and then they started asking if I could do their photos. Um, it's obviously my work has changed a ton since then and grown and gotten better, but that's how it started. And now you have niched down your business to a very specific type of photo. You do exclusively boudoir photos now. And I had the amazing experience of doing boudoir photos with you last year. I think it was March of last year. Um, Yeah. And I just found the experience so unbelievably empowering. I found it to be fun. Um, I was at a point where my daughter was, I think, about 10 months old at the time. And I felt like that was a really important time for me to do it where, you know, it wasn't all the perfect conditions that sometimes women want in their life, right? Like, yes, I had, um, you know, been able to lose baby weight, but not in a way I was actively trying to do it, but I felt really good. I felt really strong. And I felt like that was a good time period. Um, but I had never really, I don't think I really understood until I did the photos with you, what that experience can be like and what kind of attention and approach it takes from a photographer to really bring that out in somebody. So I really want to know what caused you to fine tune your photography business into nothing but boudoir photos? What led you there? So like you said, I was definitely doing everything in the beginning. I was a jack of all trades. I, I did do gosh, when did I start boudoir? Like, when did I do my first session? I, I mean, I remember you do, you did a couple shots even during my wedding, getting ready photos. So I feel like you were already kind of dabbling in that experience yeah. in 2014 early on. But the bride prompted it and said, do you do it? And I was like, I can try. <laughs> um, but at that point, I definitely, like you said, was doing everything. I was very light, bright, and airy. And I would say what, like, really, like, I guess I liked it and I loved it. And I definitely was so excited when I would leave. I was so excited to pull up the photos, so excited to edit them and go through them and see what we got. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. Oh, everything's so gorgeous. I don't think I've ever looked at any woman and been like, oh, no, like, you get behind the camera and I'm like, oh, so everything's so beautiful. You're so beautiful. Everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I found the more dark and moody side of boudoir is when like it really ignited. I am. That was when we were living in Sacramento area and I was still just doing photography part-time period. It was more of a side hustle. It wasn't my full blown like job. Um, 
I found the dark and moody. It started to become a thing. And just being able to like look at somebody's body and playing with the light and the shadows to just highlight our curves or, or, or our collarbones or, you know, the little things on us that I love, like the little back butt dimples that are mm-hmm. on the backs. Not everybody has them, but just being able to, because when you do light and bright and airy, I don't feel like it's, it's like more Victoria's Secret catalog. It's pretty, it's soft, but then when I found this style of photography, it just like, I'm like, this is it. This is my passion. I obviously love photography, but finding that style for whatever reason versus light, bright and airy just ignited it like full on. So I think at that point, I'm like, that's it. This is all I'm doing now. I'm not doing families anymore. At that point, I think I'd already phased out of weddings and babies just from the stress level of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was having vertigo and the stress would onset it. And um, so at that point, I was only doing families and boudoir. But that was just finding that style. And then I phased out families eventually. And it's really hard to phase out families still living in the area and having created these relationships with people. And whether it be like your guys' family or whoever, it's, I don't, I would still shoot the people that I've created these long-term relationships with over the last 10 years, Mm -hmm. you know, because that's the, gosh, is that how long? Well, I guess it's been over 10 years. It's been yeah, like 11, over. 12 years. Um, but that's how I, I just, I phased out of it. I stopped taking new clients. I still would do the people I love. <laughs> um, yeah. But it's just, and it's also women. We value photos. We love photos. We, I mean, typically when family photos are happening, we're the ones that schedule them, plan them. Do it all. I think just honing in on women and the experience I'm sure we're going to go into this, but it's just, it's so much more rewarding. Than... Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think about anytime, you know, photos are being taken in general, they're going to schedule it and, you know, organize it, tell people what you're going to wear. And I, I do think that there is a, I do think that there is a different mindset when you show up for photos that you want to take versus photos you don't want to take. Yeah. Yes. So, and yeah, that experience of being like, I'm here, I want to take these photos versus someone who, uh, you know, might be showing up because uh, their wife, you know, kind of is making them. Yeah. (laughs) Which there's a lot of men out there that are go along with it. Great. And then there's some that are man babies is what we call them. Yeah. And then there's some that are just so supportive and doting and loving. And it's like, gosh, where did you come from? But to, 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 to just work with women because we typically are the ones that really value photos. And we're also the ones that don't get photos taken of us. If my husband, I'm okay. If I die tomorrow, you have no good photos of me. Yeah. <laughs> like not necessarily, you're not like you're going to use a boudoir photo, but I'm just talking like whether, like when I was doing family sessions, I would try to get just mom and baby or mom and kid and not just all family shots because we don't have good photos of us with our kids. We don't have good photos of us by ourselves unless we go and hire someone to do like a session for us. My husband takes the most awful photos of me. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, it brings down my self-esteem quite honestly. Cause I'm like, do I look like that? Cause I don't feel like I do, but yeah. But then I see the photos he takes and I'm just like, yeah, I try to remind my husband like 
if there's moments when I'm just with belly and you're in the house, if you can remember even to get candid shots where they're not the most flattering, at least I'll have them for myself. Take it out. I don't, I don't even have those. I have to remind him like, Hey, can you snap a photo of me and belly? And like, and I don't know what the difference is why we're wired differently with that. Like, I feel like I'm constantly taking photos of him sleeping with the kids and, or like the little, so many. Yeah. But are there any of us? No, no, not unless like like my mom or sister will take one or, you know, give me an opportunity and and... we're on vacation. I'm like, can you take this of the kids and I like, why do I have to ask? Why don't you be like, Hey, why don't you? I know we're going off on a whole other tangent right now, but why don't you prompt it? Cause I prompt it with you and the kids. Cause I want these memories one day. But I think this kind of takes us to my next question of wanting to know a little bit more about the types of clients that you're shooting because wanting to have those photos and wanting to have those memories of whether it's you on vacation by yourself, you and your children on vacation, or just of your body, I feel like it's all a similar desire for at least I know myself and many women out there. And the reason people take boudoir photos, I feel like there's got to be a long array of, uh, that could be on this list of reasons. Um, and so I want to know a little bit about some of the conversations you've had with your clients about maybe why they're taking photos or um, you know, the different types of, of people and women that you're getting into your photos. Tell me a little bit about your clients, I guess, um, and, and what you enjoy so much about working with them. So I feel like the majority of people that walk through the studio door are powerhouses. They're, I mean, yes, there's moms and they're married and a lot of them are just strong women, whether it's what they've been through. Um, some, some I've had, I had one girl that booked a session. She like almost died when she was younger. And so every year for her birthday, she books a session, not necessarily boudoir, but like a session to capture herself and celebrate herself because she shouldn't technically be here. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I obviously get people doing it for their wedding and a lot of, so in my question, I ask them like, why are you doing a boudoir session? A lot of people are like, yes, I'm doing it for my partner, my future husband as a gift, but I'm also doing it for myself because I know that I'm going to want to look back on these one day. And those are typically, you know, the younger ones that are just getting married in their twenties, early thirties. Um, when we start to creep up to like mid thirties and up, you get women that are wanting to do it for themselves solely. Um, and they'll share it with their partners or their husbands, but they're wanting to I just turned 40. Well, I didn't, I'm about to be 41. I didn't just turn 40, but once I hit 40, I started having this like, okay, you're kind of in that weird balance of I'm still youthful, but like, I know in the next 10 years, a lot is going to change. Um, and wanting to capture it and hold on to it because inevitably, inevitably our bodies do change and wanting to, whether it's like, I mean, whether you do boudoir or not, like capturing yourself at that point in time, um, 20, 30 years from now, and you have completely, your bodies have changed, but you can now visualize it and remember 
because I've also shot women who are six five and freaking fabulous. Obviously, if someone's walking through the door at 65, they are much more comfortable sexually. They often tell me things about that, like sexually things I should be doing. Like they're mm-hmm. trying to teach me stuff. Um, and they're very comfortable and confident in their bodies. And honestly, this is also what makes me feel good about doing boudoir is seeing so many different bodies is that I feel okay with aging because no, they are, don't look like they're 22 anymore. Of course not. They're 65, but they look amazing still. And I feel so much better about aging because I can still be sexy and I can still be this version of me now, even then it's just obviously going to change with each tier of aging. Yeah. It's kind of like honoring your body in those moments, whether you're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, it's honoring that change. And I mean, this might not be for everybody because everybody has a different experience with their body or, or, or just their own, um, like their own confidence in their skin. I enjoy and take more pride in my body as I get older. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's caring less because I don't necessarily care less. I, I work, I mean, I work out a lot. I, there's things that I do to keep myself healthy, strong, and fit, but I'm not worried about all the details. Like I'm not worried about, you know, having the perfect photo when we're with families. Like if it's a good photo of a moment and I look a little, "Eh, whatever, it's fine. It's a great photo, right? That's like the different mindset. What? Time gives perspective. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. And so I love hearing that about seeing different bodies, seeing the different ages and how they embrace it and how it comes off to you behind the camera. That's, I mean, fascinating. Because I feel like when I was 22 years old and I was super fit, super thin, I thought I needed to lose weight. I look back at photos now and I'm like, you were insane. Absolutely insane. Like, you know, I'm 40, almost 41 now. I've put on, gosh, just since COVID, I've probably put on 30 pounds, 20 pounds, somewhere in between there. And I feel more comfortable with my body now than I did in my twenties when I was at my fittest. So I don't know if it's just age gives you confidence slash just time in realizing that like you were so worried about posing and looking good in the photos, but you looked freaking good. And you know what, right now, if I feel self-conscious in those photos that my husband took of me in 20, 30 years, I'm probably going to look back on them and feel totally fine with them. But yeah, right. And that's, and, and I do remember, I mean, I, I, I remember the times where we, I would be with girlfriends or family that may be taking a photo and we kind of be making them take like 10, right. Like, Oh, I don't like that one. Somebody else doesn't like it. It's exhausting. It drains the energy out of the moment and the reason you're taking the photo. Um, and it doesn't mean you can't take one or two if somebody's eyes are closed or whatever. Now we have live on Apple, like, or on our Apple devices. So it's like somebody's (laughs) eyes are closed. You just, you know, find a different time and in the live photo to, to shift it. But it's for me, I don't have time to waste taking a hundred photos. I want, yes, if we're all of our eyes are open, we look like ourselves. Great. Take a photo and use it. It's for the memory. If you don't want to post it on Instagram or put it out there, then don't do that. But it's having those moments documented and not losing the joy of taking the photo. And that for me, like when I was taking boudoir photos, 
with you, I just remember feeling like I didn't have to worry or think about anything. I showed up, right? I got my hair done. I got my makeup done. I felt like I was just there to kind of be a prop in your photo that allowed me to relax. So I, I'm not saying prop in your photo to be like, oh, I was a you know stiff and and not really enjoying it. It was more like, okay, I'm here. She's going to tell me what to do. She's That's going to make sure I, this is the perfect lighting. I don't have to think about it. I'm not behind the camera overanalyzing every inch of my body on the photo. I don't, I don't see them until they're done. I just get to show up. You say, Hey, we got it. Like, these are amazing. We're going to try this. And that kind of, um, mental like release of not having to stress about picking the poses or picking, even picking the outfits. I feel like, you know, I brought some outfits, you have outfits. You kind of said like, Hey, I think you should do this. Like, this is what, like, it's going to look great on you. That was such an enjoyable afternoon in my life because it's another opportunity for me to have somebody do something for me in so many different ways. And I think you're just so great at um, kind of just the narrative and commentary in the background that amp amp up your clients for this fun experience. I mean, I, I don't really know how else to describe it because I think it's hard for people to understand who haven't done it. Yeah, it that's true. And it's for some people, it's very hard. Like for you, you said you just trusted the process. For some people, it's hard to let go and trust the process. But I think that that's like the best thing that you can do. Well, number one, you look for a photographer that you like their style of work. You aren't, right. you aren't booking them based on location because I personally want to fly across the United States for my session. <laughs> and you, so you aren't booking for location. You aren't booking for pricing. Like obviously people have budgets, but we also can like, maybe it takes a couple of years to save for, and you have a little, you know, jar that's your boudoir jar or however, whatever you need to do to make it happen. But for me, like I'm not booking a photographer based on price or location. I'm booking them because I love their work and what I see and that I trust them to capture me in the best light. Like to capture the best parts of me and gosh, you could go to like a beginner and they don't know what they're doing, which could have been me in the beginning. Right. But like it could, if you go to the wrong person, it could like really deflate your self-esteem. Um, and then like a photographer should, should pose you. They should, you know, especially with boudoir, it's not candid like family photos where you're like frolicking on the trail. Right. The you know, it's not necessarily prompts. It's very posed and it's necessary because we don't know. I don't know what I do this for a living, but if you put me in front of the camera, I have no idea what to do. I don't know what it looks like on the other end. I freeze up and I just, I'm so awkward. Like I hate being on the other end of the camera. So I have to go to someone that I really trust is going to pose me and make me look good. Um, yeah. I mean, I remember being like physically sore 
after <laughs> it's a because, workout <laughs> because you have to like for me too. <laughs> arch your back a lot like and not yeah, in like unnatural ways and your <laughs> neck I just I was like my neck my back was sore I had to warm up before and, and sensualizing like I mean if you think about it when we're being intimate we aren't necessarily like this you know you're usually like very expressive <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's hard to do. It's hard to do that when you're with somebody else in the room, they're taking photos with you. You're trying to be as natural and relaxed. And I think being able to have somebody like you pay attention to all the details from laying my hair in the right place to cover an eye, to create the right shadow to what our lips are doing. That yeah. for me... Again, I, I'd seen your photos on Instagram. I knew you did a good job, but having been in that experience, I did not understand how detailed a really good boudoir photo, like how much that requires of the photographer. I, I just really didn't realize. I just assumed all these women were, you know, just doing their thing. But the experience was something I think next level. And I, I was so appreciative and I imagine that the reason you've kind of become, I mean, as far as what I know from other people, a go-to boudoir photographer in kind of the greater Bay Area, I guess I'm going to call, call it because I drove to you. I live in Morgan Hill. Yeah. I drove out to Those Martinez. Drive like an hour plus. Yeah. I mean, that was worth it to me because I didn't have anyone here that I was like ready to trust for an experience yeah. like that. And so, you know, it just, it made the decision to pull the trigger on doing something like this that much more um, just validating. Like this was the right decision because I had somebody give me substantial amount of their time when your only focus there, yes, it's the business, but your focus was there to take beautiful photos of me. So every attention to detail is for me. And that. I don't know. There's just something about that. Women especially, but lots of people. Oh, the cat just jumped on. Um, <laughs> women especially, I just feel like don't get that kind of attention on themselves very often. And it yeah. just it just really felt like a little mini vacation to have that experience in so many ways. So, you know, thinking about this, it kind of I wonder what is the hesitation from some people to actually pull the trigger. Have you had conversations with some people that maybe reached out to you about getting information or even people who have actually taken photos, but you get into discussing why maybe they waited longer? Um, and then, and we know budget and price and and being able to actually do that, do the pay for the experience could be a hesitant or a roadblock for some people for sure. But besides that, ha has anybody ever shared, you know, why they're hesitant to move forward with these photos, at least with you in conversations with your clients? I think that the biggest hesitation for pe from people is what you talked about earlier is just like, it's kind of like having a baby. It feels like there's no good time to get everything perfect. Like people are like, oh, I feel like I have to be in the best shape of my life. And some women do come to me because they have met this goal. They are in the best shape of their life and they want to capture it then. Um, and other people realize that like, that's never going to happen. Like life happens. We are busy. And 
at some point you just like give in because before you know it, because you're, you're trying to line everything this, because the biggest thing that people have said is just trying to be at the perfect. Obviously we want to feel good and look good. And so people are so focused on the body aspect of it. And that's what holds people back the most feeling like they have to be in the best shape, but then like years go by and then it's just, it just keeps piling. I could say the same thing about myself with getting behind, like on the other side of the lens, um, feeling like I need to lose weight or it's just, I think it's hard to get out of our own heads and trust the process. But that I would say is the number one reason that holds people back. And then once they do, they're like, I don't know why I waited. What well, was like, there was no reason to wait. Like when they finally do just like, I put it off years now, you know, now years have gone by. I'm this many years older. And, you know, if you aren't already in the habit, like you work out all the time, you, you eat clean, like you really take care of yourself. If you aren't already in that habit and you're busy, I don't know what the odds are of changing it that quickly. You know, I think changing into those habits is a year plus process, I would say um, for, for someone like my age, <laughs> now, maybe not when you're younger, but when you're 40, I've got four kids, we've got, I've got a business, we've got activities. Like there's no, I feel like there is no time for me to go work on that right now. And so I could keep putting it off or I could just do it and trust that they're going to still be gorgeous. And that's me right now anyway. <laughs> yeah. And you're totally right though. I think, I mean, I've definitely been that person probably with these photos. I think my intention was to do this long before I had a baby. Um, I actually think timing worked out best for me and what I needed these photos for to take them after having a baby, especially, you know, within a year of having a baby, because I wasn't at that kind of perfect moment for me. I was at a moment uh, when it came to my body, like I wasn't at the perfect body moment for me. Mm-hmm. I guess how I would measure myself. Well, you, but I, that you appreciated your body more after having a baby. Right. And so it's like, I could easily say, oh, if I would have taken the photos now, like almost two years after having a baby, I'm in, I'm in pretty good shape right now. I've been, you know, really focused on that, but I don't know that I would have enjoyed them the same. I, I needed those photos at the moment I took them. Everything kind of collapsed into this moment of, reminding myself who I am, what I'm capable of, not just what my body is capable of, but as a person. And some of the comment you're talking about, about why people hesitate, it's the same reason why people don't take action in other parts of their life. They don't start the business. They don't, you know, ask the guy out. They don't, you know, go after something they want. They don't apply for that job that they don't think they're qualified for. It's that fear response that we have to protect ourselves. And I I, I mean, I get it. I've been there. I think I'm a different person now where I'm much more willing to say, okay, I try and I fail. In my life, who's going to think less of me, right? Who's all the people that are in my life are still going to be like, you tried that, didn't work out, great, on to the next thing. Yeah. And it seems like a big leap that I'm making from boudoir photos and starting a business, but it's all about pulling the trigger. Yeah. It's scary. It's doing scarier things in your life 
a little bit more often, I I just think people would find so much value in their life if they could be a little bit more uncomfortable, stare themselves a little bit more and still do things. And I'm, I, I absolutely understand that hesitation because I was there and having done it now, I'm so thankful I didn't wait any longer. I'm so thankful because now I have these photos that I are connected to such a wonderful time in my life. When my daughter was young, my husband and I were just having so much fun together in those early, uh, you know, first year baby energy. Um, it, and that it, does change. Them, it changes. It does. Like, older. It, it does. Like you said, it's just so much more than your body. It really is. I I can't say enough good things about the experience, things that I wasn't necessarily expecting out of the process. And so I definitely think anybody kind of having that, those internal thoughts about what these types of photos can do for you. It's not just a beautiful photo, which it will be. It's not just, you know, a sexy photo, which it will be. It's not just something that you can, you know, keep on a computer and never look at again. You can display it. You can use them and for whatever purpose it is there. It's just so much more. Plus the, the internal growth, I think that I experienced from something like this, I just think is, you know, a priceless and, um, not to say that it's, you know, not worth the investment either. Right. I mean, it's, it's all part of what's important to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing I always like to hear from people who are self-employed, I'm self-employed. I am friends with a lot of people who are self-employed and have built businesses. What is something that you've learned from running your own business that you wish somebody who is just starting out, whether that's in photography or not, but it could be photography specific that you um, would want to share with somebody else? Um, I think something that makes it easier is just having systems in place. I mean, for you prepping me for the Zoom, like you sent over the like overview of what we're going to talk about. And then you told me to make sure I have the latest like Zoom version, software. version, Yeah, version of Zoom. Um, just prepping, being prepared for yourself, which helps you be prepared for your clients. Um, that and just like keeping your word, like show up, do, do what you say you're going to do is the biggest thing. Like, you know, you hear stories about people's wedding photographer canceling on them last minute or not showing up or their makeup artist for their wedding. The biggest thing that you can do for your business is to show up. Whether on all ends, I suck at showing up on social media. Like just show up for people, keep your word. And if you have systems in place, it really helps everybody, yourself and your clients. Yeah, I mean, I I absolutely agree with that. I have a lot of different types of clients, a lot of moving parts, employees. And if you don't have particular systems in place, there can be a breakdown. People can feel like they're not getting, you know, quality attention for you from you or having, you know, a personalized experience. They feel like just a number in your, you know, your virtual kind of digital Rolodex, right? They just feel like somebody who's paying an invoice. I, I for sure didn't get that experience from you. I had check-ins along the way, 
you know, opportunities to send you other photos I like, colors I like, feeling like there's a process for me to communicate with somebody and check in and know exactly what I'm going to expect the day of something or along the process. And, you know, even as a business owner, I'm always trying to do better. And there's going to be moments where clients are, oh, I didn't really like, you know, I didn't feel like I had all the information or I didn't feel like, you know, I was prepared for this one thing. I'm always going to take that and be like, where was the breakdown? You know, I feel like I have a good system on some days and being willing to grow and invest time and getting better can be the best thing I think you can do for business, especially when you've never done something before. Right. Like and it's I was a process. Yeah. Like I didn't know. I definitely wasn't like that 10 years ago. Heck, I wasn't even like that probably. How long has it been now? I probably wasn't even like that five years ago. I mean, I, well, no, with family photos, I still had a system, but I don't think it is as good as it is now with my boudoir and my boudoir could be even better. I don't have a follow-up system. Like I don't, and I should, you know, just checking in and checking in on you. Did you get your album? How did it go? I need to be better about the back end of that, but I mean, yeah, like you said, you have to be willing to grow. Yeah. And you can't just be comfortable. That's what my husband tells me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, you get uncomfortable or you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Oh yeah. I mean, that's kind of my I'm I'm in that entire era of my life right now of of trying to find ways to stretch myself in ways that I have maybe held myself back because of fear of fa- uh, failing or that fear of what other people will think that we were kind of talking about earlier. But in business, it's the same way. Like I want to get better. I want to give my clients a better experience. I want to do more things. I need feedback. I need commentary. And you have to take it in a way where it's like, how can this benefit my business? Instead of getting defensive or, um, you know, so many people in business can get defensive because they it's think natural. that. Cause yeah, it's natural. Yeah, personal. I mean, for me, I put my heart and soul into everything I do, whether it's photography or back when I was waiting tables, if somebody didn't have a good experience and I took it so personally, even if it wasn't my fault, it was the kitchen or it was, um, I just had too many tables and I'm a freaking human being and I can take on so much. Mm -hmm. Um, I would take it so personally. And it's because every person that I service, whether no matter what I'm doing, I want them to have the best experience possible. Like it's so important to me. And part of that is also, especially with running a business is figuring out what that experience is. Right. You know, like for instance, I have a contract, things that get added into the contract are things that protect you as a client and protect me as a business. They protect both of us. And those things come as experiences happen. Yeah. So it's, it's all a learning experience, but you like at the end of the day, you definitely want to have people have a good experience because we're not, I'm not in it just for the paycheck. I mean, yes, it's my full-time job now and it pays the bills, but at the end of the day, like the only way that I can continue to fuel my fire is if I'm fueling yours, if that makes sense. Yeah. And you're enjoying it. Right. I mean, uh, and some people are luckier than others in the sense that they really do love their job. They, you know, have fun in it every day. And some people it's somewhere in between. I always say, I think 
I was meant to do the job that I'm doing right now. I think I'm good at it. I think I can get better. And, but there, there's not, there's definitely days where I'm pulling my hair out and throwing my hands up going, why did I do this? Like, I I did not enjoy this experience today. This was not fun. And then there's other days where I do enjoy it. Clients are happy. But at the same time, you have to have that satisfaction, that personal growth, I feel, in anything that you do to be able to keep doing it, whether you're getting paid or not, right? And finding exactly what it is that does that is really special. And so I love to hear, you know, how much you enjoy it. I, as a client of yours, felt how much you enjoy doing that and, again, made my experience so much better. Um, and so I'm I'm really appreciative of you being a part of that journey for me. And I I mean, I think I said it before, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done it with anybody else. Oh, thanks. When I when I'm on like when we're in the studio shooting and I'm behind the camera, I literally well, first of all, I'll say I definitely am on the lucky side that I don't I hate the business aspect of it. Actually, that's probably the part I hate the most is being business minded because I'm not business minded at all. Um, But when I get behind the camera, my ideal job would be I just show up and shoot and I work for someone else, which sounds awful. Um, But because I love that end of it. I love when I get behind the camera. And like you said, like you can feel like I I get so excited (laughs) with what we're capturing and what we're Mm -hmm. making, like the art we're making. And people have told me that, that like the passion really comes through or the, I hope that nobody thinks that I'm just like hyping them up to hype them up. Cause I'm not that type of person at all. No, it does not come off that way at all. But like every single person, I'm like so excited. Like sometimes I'm like, look at this, like, God, like you're just, it's fire. Yeah. (laughs) And that's just how I feel when we're in there shooting, like hair and makeup. It's like nice to get to know everybody. And then we get back there and we just create magic. Yeah. I mean, no. And I think even those moments where you're kind of showing the clients, the, the photos on your camera as like a kind of a check-in to tell them, look, it's going really well. Look how beautiful this is. You look fabulous. You look like the. So a lot of people are like, I'm just nervous. I'm not going to look like the girls that are on your Instagram or your website. Like everybody just Mm -hmm. thinks they must be models. They're not models. They're just moms. They're businesswomen. They're badasses. Yes. But you're a badass. We're all badasses. If we're like taking the leap to do this, my friend, Andy's a boudoir photographer in Sacramento and her like model and motto, I should say is do brave shit. Like if you're showing up for this, you're a badass. And now I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> but it's it's that reminding <laughs> my brain goes all over the place. <laughs> no. That it's reminding people that look at who you are, yeah, right? Look at who you do. are. Yeah, that's you. It's not a model on my Instagram who's I haven't even just photo- like I haven't done Photoshop on you. I've done zero editing. This is you. This is what you look like. This is what you should see if you're having a bad day. Just yeah. remind yourself that this is you. Uh, Yeah. And for anybody that needs a reminder that they should display these photos, in our master bedroom, as soon as you open the door, is a poster size photo from one of Becky's 
from my shoot with Becky. <laughs> so I walk in, I get to see myself. So does my husband. It's our own little space, but it's poster size. It's not a small. It's not photo. hidden in the nope, closet. It's not hidden in the closet. It is <laughs> well, out in tell people size. that are shy. I'm like, you could put it in the bathroom or the closet. I think it's seeing yourself in print. Is that not also so different than seeing yourself on a screen? Oh I yeah. 100%. Like it's even more empowering. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, overall, the whole experience, my goal is that you feel empowered and that you see yourself and just leave feeling different. Like people, I've had women that text me after and have said, like, I feel like I can take on the world. Like, it's not even just about, she hasn't even seen the photos yet. Like, I just feel like amazing. Yeah. And it is, it's a mind shift. And maybe it's because you were vulnerable and you took the leap and you did something that was scary and trusted the process. And you haven't even seen the damn photos yet, but you feel great, you know? And I think that's kind of the theme, right? It's take the leap, whatever it is. We're talking about boudoir yeah, photos right now, everything. but it's, it's anything that you're hesitating to do right now, go do it is what yeah. Becky and I are saying today yeah. is go do that scary thing, get it over with. And you never know what you're going to do after that, after you have that experience. So yeah. Yep. Well, 100%. Becky, thank you so much for taking time today to chat with me. Can you tell the listeners where they can find you? So my Instagram is at Boudoir by Becky. And it's spelled B-O-U-D-O-I-R, Becky. There's like a whole thing about how to pronounce that, by the way. Is it because it's a French word? Right. So it's boudoir, boudoir. But I feel so funny saying that. Boudoir is how I say it. <laughs> and then my website's the same thing, just www.boudoirbybecky.com. And I will tag those in the episode notes for everybody so they can book a shoot with you immediately because you need to. Um, well, I will talk to you soon, Becky. Thank you again. Thank you. It was nice seeing your face. <laughs> you too. <laughs> okay.